welcome, 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 welcome. You are most welcome to the Dreamer Girl Podcast. My name is Bemisola. I am your host and I am so grateful that you tuned in. This is going to be lit. Hi guys, welcome to the Dreamer Girl Podcast. As always, I'm so thankful that you tuned in. So this is episode 73. First of all, I just want to say thank you to everyone that sent me prayers, birthday wishes for my birthday. So every year my birthday is, June, is on June 16 and this was was this past Wednesday. Just so thankful for the messages, guys. I'm so grateful. God bless you for me. This year, I've just been saying to myself, this is like main character energy year. This is just going full, like full force ahead. This is fearless and free. Amen. Just praying over that. I'll probably do an episode just about like what my thoughts are, where my mind is at concerning this new year and just life generally, what I'm learning and what's becoming more important to me. Yeah, but thank you so much for the prayers. Thank you so much for the care. God bless you. God bless you. So today on the podcast, before we get into the details of this week's episode, as always, how was last week for you? What did you learn? How did you grow? What mistakes did you make? You know, what areas do you think you need improvement? I think it's always important to know what you still need to grow up on because it's very easy to start getting proud. I feel like I have all my T's crossed, all my I's dotted. I'm a great person. I know all these things about self-improvement and self-development and personal development. I'm, I'm woke. I care about people. Like All these things, it's so easy to get caught up in that. But it's also nice to always remember where you need improvement, where you make mistakes, because it makes you a more... Um, a more humble person, a more pleasant person to actually be around because you are empathetic. Like you're not arrogant. You don't you, like it's harder for you to judge people when you remember that you still have things that you're working on yourself. So, in what areas do you think you could use improvements? How do you feel you can grow? Not in a way that's like mean to yourself, right? Not, not in a way that makes you feel less than or bad or poorly, but just in a way that reminds you of your humanity, that leaves you conscious of your humanity and where you need to keep growing so that said the questions out of the way this week's episode is something that i've referred to on different episodes but I just thought to do like one episode about it like just that signpost episode to say this really matters and i just want to say that i want to say that so this week's episode i'm calling it supporters club because i believe that we should all be people that support each other and it's like this place i'm going to where i'm like very anti-competition not i know people say healthy competition and things like that and we can discuss that and say okay let's talk about the nuance of it but at the risk of being too um overly simplistic or to generalize too much i'm just going to continue talking about what i'm talking about so i think so much of culture is steeped in competition in being better than other people in being the best being the prettiest being the fastest being the richest and I think what that does, but minus the emotional stress that it puts us under, like individually, is that corporate stress, is that corporate angst, is that cruelty often that's bred in this place of competition. So you can say how the competition, but what I'm getting to is that for most people, I don't think that's where we are. I don't think many people are good at being in that place of, oh, this is healthy competition. I like her, she's just making me better, or I like him, he's just making me better. It's more, I don't want to be, and then you're about to say it's, um, I don't want to be that person and it's understandable to desire excellence but I think the problem is when it's not excellence because of you it's not excellence because this is something you want to be doing it's not excellence because this is your craft this is not it's not excellence because this is what you feel you are called to it's excellence because you want to be better than somebody or you want to stand out more than somebody and honestly this was it's been on my mind but taking it in this direction I was reading something about um 
like a star and it happens often when like a new act comes on like on the stage or a new person comes on the stage and somebody says oh this is that person's prodigy right this is that person's um you remind me of this person and then everybody goes on and says oh they are all they are, they're their own person oh they can never be this person and i feel like it's such a toxic thing first of all if, if someone ever said oh you remind me of somebody it's typically someone that is successful in their crafts i feel like it takes a sense of like humility to say i'm so honored i'm so flattered i'm so grateful because it's not a war. It's not a competition for me to be better than this person per se. I feel like that's an honor. It's an honor thing for them to say, oh, you sound like that person. And it's a level of, I'm not proud. I'm not trying to be, oh, I'm better than this person. I'm better than that person. I, they've not done too much. It's, I think it comes from a very negative place. So I always feel like the new generation has to downplay what the previous generation has done to be something i feel like we can all be great in our own rights and to remind people of other people so that's one so that was one thing i wanted to add based on something i was reading recently but that said going back to like the main point of this episode becoming people that support each other becoming people that we lay competition aside and realize that the goal of life is not in first position the goal of life is you know when you get to the end of life to say I beat everybody. I because nobody measures that. Like, how do you measure that you've beaten everybody? But we live our lives as, as if that's possible. We live our lives thinking at some point somebody is going to grade and say you have done better than this person. And I just think that that's so unhealthy. And thinking about that, even in terms of like people that are successful, there's this division I, I see so much. So I was also this is an interview by one of the people in P Square, like P Square, Peter and Paul. I don't I can't tell them apart. I wish I had checked before signing this episode. Hey, we're just going wrong with it. So, <laughs> one of them was talking about how they people put them against each other, and you can argue that oh, you know, they had their own faults and flaws. But it's something I see so often. It's like we can't just watch two acts be great. We have to pitch them against each other. We can't just say oh, he's a great singer or oh, she's a great singer. We have to say she sings better than him. Or he sings better than her. And I'm this one's fave. I'm not this one's fave. I just think it's so unhealthy. I was listening to another show. I think the Shade Corner. And you have like five hosts. Or are they four? You have a couple of hosts. And then you see people on there again saying, that's the better host. I think it's it's a wiring that we need to start deconstructing ourselves. Because it's very unhealthy. Like everybody brings something to the table. And we need to get to the point where we acknowledge that and respect that and support that. Another thing I've been seeing is when somebody is successful, then you start seeing all these random YouTube videos about how, particularly in the church scenario. And I say what you want about like pastors of mega churches and young pastors. I believe that a lot of them are truly... Um, called to this space and they feel called and they sacrifice a lot and they work hard and they pray and they you know they're led by the spirit of god and all of that i feel that i feel like the, the motivation for many of them is very positive i don't know their heart i don't know man's heart but that's just my stance but then you go on youtube and you see all these videos about why i stopped listening to this person and it's like we're just waiting for there to be a scandal like we're just waiting to say hey i knew his mind was not in the right place or this person's mind was not in the right place and i feel like that's so negative like, i felt like listening not only listening but just leaving those those um captions or titles for those videos i in my head just feel burdened like why can't we be people that pray for these men of god right so using them as the example why can't we be people that hold them down that even if they're by any chance you know straying away we're holding them down like that we're supporting them we're praying for them but it just feels like everybody sees 
has feels the need to call people out. Everybody feels the need to be better than people. Everybody feels the need to just make a point at the expense of somebody else. And the world is already so hard that the least we can do is become supporters of each other. The least we can do is say, I'm not going to be the person that tears another person down. It will not be me that will pull somebody down from the top. I refuse to be that person. And you can say, oh, so are we just going to let people say whatever they want, act in whatever way they want? This is my stance on criticism. I always feel that, particularly in this generation, with cancel culture and all of that, we're so quick to offer it without really thinking if we have any, if we can have any real impact. So I've done an episode on this. I think I can't remember what the title of the episode was. To be honest, we're talking about how to weigh if your criticism is worth your typing, like what you're typing, what you're saying. Like, are you in the place to offer? feedback that can be helpful to this person like are you within their circle are you their coach are you their manager are you their friend are you their parent are you their spouse like why would they listen to you are you in the place to offer criticism and do you know them well enough do you know the details enough to be able to say that i'm in a place where they should take me seriously are you like a mentor like are, do you have any track record for anyone to take you seriously when you offer criticism or are you just like a troll online no, let's be honest. So that's one. Two, we all know that human beings have a negative bias. So you can leave a thousand positive comments and one, one person leaves one negative comment, negative comment, and the person forgets, skips the entire 1,000 and can't get over that one comment for days or months. Is this point you're trying to make worth that much stress on another human being? Three, have you checked yourself? I think that should even be number one. Have you checked yourself? I'm always talking about healing because... There are many things we do that are rooted in our own insecurities. They are rooted in our own pains. They are rooted in our own grievances. They are rooted in our own issues. And we are always like, oh, no, I'm trying to correct this person. When in actual fact, it's a speck in your eye. And this is why the brilliant is such a, the Bible is such a brilliant book. Because the Bible says it's really speck in your own eye. Because many times, it is that speck that is causing you to see strange things. It's not there. What you're seeing, what you feel like you need to correct, it's not even there. It's just you projecting. And so I feel like many times, even when I feel like I have a comment to make on certain things, I can't even get past that checking myself. Because I always feel like maybe there's something in me. And that care, I don't have it all figured out, but that care has really helped me in relationships where to the best of my ability and as God even helps me, I don't try to form the, oh, I have it all figured out. Let me tell you exactly how you should model your life and do things. Even on the podcast, I'm always saying it, like I'm evolving, I'm growing, I enjoy myself. I'm sharing the things that come to my mind, but I want you to think about these things as well. I want you to think through them. So even in offering criticism, like you should have those checks, not just offering your opinions everywhere, not just leaving comments. I think it's so easy to leave comments these days and the few times, not the few times actually, I read more than a few times. I'm trying to go back to read the comment sections a few, like few um few times because many times they're not really helpful to be honest. But you read through comment sections and you can think you can see that the the thought that inspired this thing was not a deep one. Like it wasn't well thought out, it wasn't well planned. People just at the spur of the moment, you just type things down. And there are moments where, you know, you go with your gut reaction. But there are many moments where the thing you want to say in that instant is not the most sensible thing. It's not the most well-structured thing. It's not the most thoughtful thing. It's like spur of the moment. It's impulse. It's, it's emotions. It's not nicely written. It's not nicely composed. It's not even helpful. And so, even though I'm saying be supporters of each other, and somebody will say, oh, but we have to call people out when they're doing things that are not helpful. But have those checks. Don't just be out there calling people out. And to be honest, 
I'm one of them in the school of thought that I just want to build people up. I just want to be a supporter. I don't want to go around pitching people against each other. I don't want to go around feeling like, oh, I have to be better than everybody. I would rather live a life built on purpose than competition. I think that is like, even the Bible says it, like comparing themselves one to another, they're not wise. And so in realizing that competition is foolishness. And so if I have a world built on that, it's foolishness, it's folly to build all systems on competition. I was thinking, I think I was even talking to my younger sister recently about the idea that many people don't know what to do with themselves if there were no measures of success. Like if we did not know that, okay, you can be first position in school, many students will not know how to behave because many people don't even understand what it means to learn. They don't understand what it means to enjoy a class. It's just, as long as I get the A, as long as I'm better than this person. So if we remove those sorts of things, maybe we'll just quit school because there'll be no point. Maybe we'll actually start to enjoy school because then they will learn what they really want to learn and learn what's important to be learned in the different classes they're in. So I just feel that it's so important to just remember that you can make a decision to go into the world and to go through life being a supporter of people, deciding that you will not be the one to tear down somebody. It will not be me that will say that thing that will get that person fired. Rather, you know, there's so much I want to say, but just think about it. I've been a supporter of people, deciding that this is now a part of my character. This is a part of my brand. It's off-brand for me to tear people with my words. It's off-brand for me to see people going after their dreams, knowing fully well how hard it is to pull yourself out there, to say, okay, I think I can sing. Let me sing for people. To know that, okay, maybe I can write. Let me write a script. I know how hard it is to risk the judgment of people. And then I will not be the person that sees somebody that has done that or is trying to do that and they're going to stand as their way, as the obstacle, as a negative energy for them to doubt themselves even more. I'm going to be a supporter of people. And going back to that pastor analogy, because I'm not sure if I said it properly, but it's something that really gets to me. If you see somebody that's been successful, if you see somebody, particularly in the Christian dom, that's standing for the gospel, your own is not to go and pick out all the, I feel, your own is not to go and pick out every flaw in their argument, everywhere they are not measuring up, everywhere you think they are being bad. I think that we have a responsibility to support these people in prayer, to support these people with, with comments and love and gifts and things like that, and just pray for them and hold them up. We should be more committed to holding people up, to seeing people succeed, than in showing how and where they have failed. I feel that. And I feel that that is a gap we currently have because people are too excited to show that people have fallen, to show that people have failed. They seem to be more excited to do that than to actually stay and do the work to build people up. Yes. I feel like I'm forgetting something I wanted to say. But I just want you to think about that. I just want you to think about becoming a supporter of people. Just deciding that I'm going to be a member of the supporters club. That doesn't mean you're not going after your own purpose. Like, it's even easier to want people when you're doing your own thing and just living your own life. So do that and go do your own thing. But deciding that I am a supporter of people. I'm going to stand by people. I'm going to be trustworthy. Even ensuring that in your goings and in your dealings with people, you are kind to people. I think there's a decision that needs to be made that I will not just cancel people. Last week, I was talking about demanding more from stars and explaining that, you know, people sometimes stars in their role and with the platform that they're given, they can often act out of their own insecurities and then they're influencing so many people. And so I say, you know, we should demand better from them. But I make sure to say that in that episode, when you start demanding better from people, the first step is not to go out and start a campaign about how everybody has to change. It's you modeling the very things you say you stand for, the very things you want to see modeled in the world. It's you modeling that yourself. And so in a 
culture that you know that does counseling so well i think it's important to realize that counseling doesn't help most people tearing them down doesn't help people like people are not people don't get transformed by cutting them off and killing their their entire brown brand and just merging their character and all of that i think showing love showing explaining things speaking to people communicating that's more important than just canceling people up and down so when i said let's demand better i don't mean in this council culture way that we're doing it because i don't even have to say it almost everybody says it uh, there's so many videos so many articles so many points about how canceling people doesn't help people so that's not what i mean that's not what i meant last week and i hope that this episode talking about being a supporter even shows clearly why I stand on that situation. I really feel we all need to become supporters of each other. That we, you can always say, this person will be in my corner. This person can say, okay, this is not right, this is not right. But at the root of it, it's love, it's joy, it's kindness, it's support, it's hope for the, for the best for me. It's believing the best in me, believing for the best for me. So that's what I wanted to share on this episode. And so again, thank you to those that support me. Thank you to those that sent me birthday wishes and the prayers. God bless you guys. Inside the on the Dream I Girl podcast, as always, I'm so thankful that you tuned in. Till next week, keep going after your dreams. Love the life you have. Build the life you want. Bye, guys.